Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Yes, good morning. We are picking up with day three of our Faith, Hope, and Love devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of this podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to read the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Romans chapter 15, verse 13, and it says this, I pray that God the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. The devotional is titled, What is Hope? As we defined on day one, hope is our desire to see something happen or become true. She gave up hope. The team hoped they'd win the game. We hope that rain won't ruin the party. It's hard for us to survive without hope. Because of that, we often place our hope in objects, experiences, and people, which leads to disappointment for us when our expectations are unrealistic and therefore mismanaged. What we should be doing is placing our hope in our God. Let's take a look at what God's word holds for us when it comes to hope. The Apostle Paul wrote that hope doesn't put us to shame because of God's love that's been poured out on us. He also writes that hope that we can see isn't hope. And the best thing we can learn about hope is that our God authored it. And as we learn to trust him, he fills us with so much hope that we're overflowing with it. Hope is an anticipation and expectation that God is working even when we can't see it. It's a spiritual optimism that actually leads to building our faith. We might say that faith and hope go hand in hand. While faith is the belief that God is who he says he is and that we should trust in him, hope is the expectation that he's there. So when we have hope in God, it actually propels our faith. So, How do we live it out? Living our lives with hope often comes down to knowing how to navigate our thoughts. We can become overwhelmed and even feel defeated in things that have little to no eternal impact. When plans fail and we're disappointed, we can still have hope despite earthly disappointments. We choose to hold on to hope that God has prepared a glorious place for us in heaven that'll never end. So, What do I do when my hope is low? When hope feels far off, it's likely that we had a situational hope. This kind of hope that we place on temporary things or even people often brings despair. So take a minute to analyze where you've directed your hope. If you've placed your hope in anything in this world, redirect that hope towards God. Our hope is secure when we're grounded in Jesus and are expectant about spending eternity with him. Wow. That was powerful Mm -hmm. and much needed. Yeah. Tori and I were just talking to a friend about hope just the other day. Mm -hmm. And I was sharing about this sermon I heard back when I lived in New York city. And the sermon was about like the greatest skeptic, which is Thomas. And I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but if you go read the gospel of John chapter 20, there's this uh, scripture that says this, 
one of the 12 disciples, Thomas, was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, we have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands and put my Mm -hmm. finger into them. And a lot of people kind of take jabs at Thomas for this. And and it wasn't, and I did the same thing, but it wasn't until I heard the sermon that, talk, that talked about how Thomas wasn't the greatest skeptic. He was afraid of getting his hopes up. Yeah. He was afraid of being let down. He, yeah. he was afraid of it not being true. And I'm guilty of that. I feel like I am afraid to put my hope into things that are unseen because what if it's not true? But what does that do? That points to what this devotional just said is that I'm yeah. putting my hope in a circumstance or a situation yeah. or a situation. I'm not putting my hope in a good God. Right. That's good. You know, I was just having um, some alone time with the Lord and it's crazy how on point this devotional was with what was just on my heart and something I do. This is personal TMI a little bit, but when I'm in the shower, I feel like that's my time to talk to the Lord a lot. And I am not a singer at all, but I will tell you the acoustics, the acoustics in the shower make me feel like I'm a singer sometimes. <laughs> and, um, and I love to just sing out to the Lord, like what I'm feeling and what I'm processing. And I literally wrote this down like a couple minutes before we read this podcast And I said, my faith's been tested and tried so many times, but Lord, you always come through step after step, breath after breath. You've been guiding me. You've been building my faith. Lord, forgive me for stealing the pen. I know surrendering to you always wins. And I just felt like with this devotional, when I was talking, when I was talking about like putting your faith in something else, it's like. I feel like my faith is tested and tried in the days I don't get my way. Yeah. You know, because I've put my hope in the promise and not the promise giver, like Mm -hmm. we've been talking about. And so I just, I loved that it brought up the redirection and that one moment of surrender and being like, okay, God, I realize that I've put my hope in the wrong place. I surrender it back to you so that you can do what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important for us to do this because our wants and desires are always changing. Yeah. And so it's hard for us to get a grasp on learning how to have like godly hope where our hope yeah. is in a good God mm-hmm. for things that are to happen and to come, mm-hmm. but they're always changing. Yeah. You know, it could be right now you're hoping for a child, Yeah. but later you're hoping for a new house or yeah. then you're hoping for healing and it changes mm-hmm. and it really does pull you in different ways. Yeah. Um, and so this is such an important thing for us to practice. Yeah, I love it. You ready for me to pray, son, out? I am. Oh, Lord, thank you for this sweet reminder that hope is found in you alone, Lord. I just can't help but smile about the pressure being released of me hoping that my circumstances and my friendships and my connections and my dreams would satisfy me, God, but they won't. And I can feel the pressure that I was putting on those things dissipating because I'm putting my hope now on you and you can actually hold on to my hopes, God. I can trust you with my hopes because I know that you're a good father who wants the best for his son. So you will help me trust 
what you're doing on this walk, God, and I don't have to make these other things my God because you are my God. Because that's what the Doubting Thomas uh, said whenever he saw Jesus appear to him. He said, my Lord, my God. God, that's what we want to do. We want to worship you like that, God. So will you help us to have a greater hope for the things that are unseen? Help us to have a faith that's as strong as a mountain, Lord. Will you help us to help other people have hope in you, Lord, and not hope in just earthly circumstances, Lord? We're expectant that you're going to do this in our life, Lord. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. Mm. Amen, y'all. Well, now is the perfect time to throw in that worship music, break out the journal, and mm-hmm. write down some things that you're hoping for. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tschüssi.